Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Friday evening is, well, lots of Braves news as they've been red hot uh, as of late. Three all-star starters and... uh, We'll wait to see more Braves as they uh, make their way onto the all-star team. A lot of good news uh, going around, and, of course, they take on the Florida Marlins, who are also hot uh, as well. This is arguably two of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball. Let's uh, head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Justin Toscano. He is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work, and he's on Twitter at Justin C. Toscano. Justin, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes tonight on the show. Yeah, yeah, of course, John. Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be back. Let's uh, let's talk about the All Star Game. I mean, look, I don't. Again, Orlando Arcia has been one of the great stories in all of Major League Baseball. But I can tell you, I don't think that anybody had on their bingo card that he was going to be the starter for the National League All Star. It what an accomplishment, and what a great year it's been for Orlando Arcia all the way around. Yeah, man, this is one of the best stories in baseball going right now, and the Braves could have another one with Bryce Elder in a few days, but you just look at Orlando Arcia, right, from February to now, in terms of he comes into spring training, and everybody's talking about Vaughn Grissom, everybody's talking about, well, maybe they should have brought back Dancy Swanson as well, and fans were saying, well, I wish the Braves spent on Trey Turner, I wish they at least spent on Xander Bogarts, I wish we were in play, maybe there was a trade to be had with Willie Adamas uh, over, you know, in Milwaukee, Orlando Arcia has not only won the job, but he's come in and shut all of that up, uh, for lack of a better phrase. Like, he has, I mean, offensively, I think he's given them. I knew the Braves thought he had more in the bat than he's shown to this point in his career and that he swung it well last year in spring training. Um, But I just, I don't think anybody could have expected this type of offensive production. And really... When he was hurt and you saw Vaughn Grissom coming, and this is nothing against Grissom, he's just a young player, we've seen the difference between a seasoned shortstop like Orlando Arcia and, and you know, younger shortstops. He's got, you know, the seasoning. His hand, he's got great hands. Um, I mean, he's not fast on the bases. He's not fast speed-wise, but he's quick. He's nimble. He makes every movement you need to out in the field. Um, I, he's just been sensational, and I think this has got to be one of the best stories in baseball going right now for a guy who, like I said, man, like everybody just overlooks him. Everybody figures, well, he's not going to be the answer. Well, the Braves have Orlando Arcia, and, you know, the, they had mentioned him in the offseason, but I think everybody assumes, well, it's going to be Vaughn Grissom. He's got the upside, or they'll make a trade, or what if they spring for one of the top four, you know, the big four shortstops that made a lot of money this winter. And Orlando Arcia has has really just validated the Braves' face. You know, Justin, I'm curious, you know, in conversations that you've had with him and such, you know, is it a matter of embracing the opportunity? Is it just a general enthusiasm that he has about being an everyday player? Or, you know, maybe could it even be a little bit of a chip on his shoulder? Like, what's the read that you get from him about what he's been given here with this opportunity? Yeah, yeah, the read I get from talking to him um, and, you know, through interpreter Franklin Garcia is just 
really he hasn't mentioned, and, and I've asked, but he hasn't, you know, he's kind of shied away from talking about the chip on his shoulder. And, like, not, I'm not saying he's lying, but it's got to be there to some degree, right? Like, he's got to have known, like, that everybody thought, you know, hey, he's just his backup, and, hey, it should be, you know, anybody else but him. And he probably heard, you know, the talk, like, hey, the Braves can't go in without, you know, Orlando RCC. Headlines, tweets, videos, everything on social media, whatever, um, us talking on the radio, who, what be it. I mean, you would have to think that's a shift back to this. But I think the main thing in talking to him and other people is just the consistent opportunity, right? Like, I think so much of this game is about projecting who is going to pop when you give them that opportunity. And I think he's one of those guys. He always, you know, everybody talks about, well, he's going to be exposed after, you know, he gets 100 the bats. Well, he's only played six innings at shortstop. And he was sitting behind Danzy Swanson. I mean, a gold glover who had last year a six-war season, I think it was. Um, and, and so, in talking to Orlando, I, I really just think it's the opportunity because the things he told me are that he's doing the same work. Um, I know he made some sort of swing change in the last few years, but – that's how he's swinging the bat. You know, he's swinging the bat better than everybody thought he could. But in talking to him, my read is that it's just the opportunity, like the chance to play every day and show what he could do. And I think so much of that is you have the juxtaposition between how Grissom looked at the position uh, when he played here for, you know, about three weeks or a month. I think it was three weeks. And then how Arsley has handled the position. And I think it's, it's kind of night and day, honestly. And I think – you're seeing the value of RC, and I think he's just on an everyday basis has gotten to show everybody his value with not only the defense, but the slow heartbeat and the consistent clutch hitting and, and just everything he's done. Um, but look, like he hasn't mentioned, you know, I think he's mentioned like he's motivated in general, but hasn't mentioned like wanting to prove the doubters wrong or anything. But you would have to think there's got to be a little something of that, right? Like he's human. Like I would have to think that. There's no way, especially these days, there's no way players don't hear the noise. Like, I just simply won't believe that. I guess I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying, like, you know, I think he's probably a little shy about talking about that or just opts not to. But I think it's mostly an everyday opportunity. Justin Toscano, Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining me here on the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk about Michael Soroka. He makes his return to the rotation tonight and is going to get the start. Look, you know, I've said this, barring injury or barring just catastrophically bad results, I mean, is it time to just let Soroka stay up here, work his way through some things? I, You know, again, he's proven before that he's a very good major league pitcher, and he was excellent a few years ago. And I know he's coming back from all the injuries, but at some point you have to just kind of let him feel his way through it and just get his sea legs underneath him. Do you think he's here to stay now? at this point, or are they still going to kind of, you know, do that Partridge family bus of shuttling players back and forth with them? <laughs> yeah, I like how you described that. I would have to think that this is the one that they feel comfortable with him being here to stay. I mean, granted, I guess there's no other option. I mean, if they lined it up, I mean, if they wanted to, they could have had Alan Wynan start, uh, make a spot start, see what he had. If they wanted to, they could have had Dylan Dodds, but Dylan just hasn't pitched well um, down there in AAA. I think, personally, I think this has got to be, you know, this is probably the time where they want to see Soroka over a couple starts um, before the break. And, and, you know, and if he looks good, then have him be part of the rotation, especially because, like, 
was he great in his first stint? No. But I think recently what you've seen is like Jared Schuster, you know, didn't have much swing and miss. Um, you know, he was good. He was serviceable. Like he was still getting the job done. But I think this is the time, after, especially after Soroka gives you, you know, three earned runs over 19 innings across those three starts since you set him down. I think this is the time he's probably earned a couple starts up here to, to kind of maybe not even work through things. Cause he's, he, and he knows he's not up here to work through things. But he's earned, you know, some leeway of, of, you know, three, four starts. That being said, you know, you never try to bet with Alex Anthopoulos. You just don't know. I mean, in terms of, like, you know, what they're truly thinking or what will happen, because they do play the roster game in a very smart way and shuttle guys up and down when they need them and put guys, in, you know, put themselves in the best position to succeed. Um, so who knows? But I, I would think at a certain point, you know, they've always said, and like, I know that, you know, they don't want to yo-yo him. That's exactly what they didn't want to do. What happened last time is what they don't want to do. I would think they don't want to do that again, um, especially because he fits well in AAA. Um, I just think that th- this has got to be the time where maybe he gets a little bit of runway here if he pitches well in these last two starts, you know, these two starts before the break. Um, you also have A.J. Smith-Schauber to think about considering his um, – uh, you know, his send down wasn't, you know, really about performance as much as it was just needing like an extra arm up. Um, but I, I would have to think this is kind of Soroka time to, to cement himself. I guess that being said, the Braves have made it clear with every move they've made this season with that rotation that like they're not going to wait on anybody. Uh, if you don't give them the best chance to win, they'll move on. Justin, I mean, obviously Ronnie is, I believe he's the clear cut favorite to win National League MVP as of right now, and and it's not really even a close race. But I will say, you know, Matt Olson, he's on pace to, you know, set the franchise record for homers. But could a case be made that Sean Murphy is a top five MVP candidate across the league? I mean, his value to this team has been extraordinary. And again, now that he's gotten out of Oakland Alameda Coliseum and actually getting a chance to kind of thrive, we've seen how good an offensive player he is. I, I, I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't have uh, Murphy in your top five as far as MVPs go. Right. No, I, I, yeah, I think a case can be made for sure. Like, especially because the injury he did have, he missed what, like what, about a week. And so I, I, yeah, he missed like six games. I think it was five games, whatever it turned out to be six. Um, I, I mean, I just think that with, with Murph, what he's given you is more offense than he ever has in his career. And then this is tough because, like, some MVP voters don't take this into account. I would if I voted on that award. And, like, defensively, he's just been so important, right? Mm-hmm. In a year where the staff hasn't had Kyle Wright, in a year where they haven't had Max Freed, and a year where they've shuffled injury after injury from the bullpen, um, you know, especially early on. I mean, I just think defensively, like, the work he's done with the pitching staff shouldn't go unnoticed. That's a huge part of being a catcher. Um, and then offensively, man, I mean, yeah, like you said, dude, Ronald Acuna is up there. He's a clear-cut favorite. Matt Olson's doing what he does. But Olson's also got a ton of strikeouts, and he will tell you that, too. He's still producing runs, but I think when you look at the entire package of Sean Murphy, offensively and defensively, I think he's got to be top five. I mean, his OPS has been over 900 pretty much the entire season. And for a catcher who prides himself on elite defense, that's incredibly rare. Like, that's J.T. Real Muto stuff. Um you know, and, and in this case, even even better. I mean, so I I would make that case and feel pretty comfortable doing it, honestly. Like, I don't think that would be 
or reach just because he's given you, you know, pretty much all you could ask for in terms of the elite defense, especially in the midst of the new rules um, where it makes controlling the running game harder. And then he's given you a pretty deep offensive profile in terms of, like, the OPS is there, like the homers are there. You know, the power numbers are ticking up because of his home ballpark. Um, you know, the OPS plus, weighted runs created plus, um, you know, the extra base hits, all of that is there. Plus, what tells me that he's having an outstanding offensive season, too, is like I feel like his average exit velocity is up there, um, and it feels like he's hitting a lot of balls hard. I think he's got a very deep portfolio this season to this point. I, I would make that case that he's top five. I mean, heck, if, if not top four, depending on how you want to parse, you know, uh, Freddie Freeman and all, all those other guys who would be in that tier after Ronald Acuna and Luis Arise. Last question for you, Justin. I was here in 2003. I didn't think I'd ever see an offense for the Braves that was as good as that team. I mean, Javi and Sheffield and Andrew and Chipper playing left. That was a juggernaut offensively. This team is on pace to still score about 900-plus runs, and maybe they could catch the 2003 Braves for most runs in, in the 20th century part of Braves baseball. This lineup is so deep, and this team is so good. You know, this lineup doesn't feel like there are any holes and you never get a knife off from this lineup. No matter what part of the order that you're facing, it always seems like somebody is coming through for this team. Uh, yeah, I, I know. It's, it's insane. I did something today uh, in my newsletter about looking at the historical comparison for offenses who have had a June where they've hit at least 300 with a 915 OPS or above. Uh, and then offenses who had a month like that since 1901. I mean, offenses that have had a June like that, the Braves are one of seven teams, and it's only happened – it's happened less than 30 times in history for any month since 1901. So, I mean, it just tells you how good they've been. And really, like, we look at this – like, I know at this point June is a large fraction of the season, but we look at this like everybody's talking about a hot month they've been the best team in baseball offensively the entire season. Mm -hmm. Like, even when they weren't swinging it as well in April, they were still up there, top five. And it really makes you think about kind of the growth they could have when, you know, what I mean, you look at the numbers of runners in scoring position, and before a couple of weeks ago, they weren't great. They were like 26 with runners in scoring position, um, their numbers. I mean, they were bottom third in all those categories. I mean, I, I think this is – the best offense in baseball, and I honestly, like right now, I don't think it's particularly the place, just because other teams, you know, go on these heaters like this. But with these guys, it feels so real just because you have the depth from one through nine. Like, and you've got this year, I think this is the difference, right? This year, you've got Marcelo Zun hitting, Eddie Rosario is hitting, and Orlando Arcee is providing probably better production than Dansby Swanson did. If you look at how Dansby kind of leveled off after that, you know, throughout the first half. I, I just think that there's really no breaks. Um, and, yeah, like that 2003 offense is always the one that kind of gets mentioned. They had a couple of few, few great months in 2006. But, I, I like, this is – I mean, you, I don't think we're extending here by saying this offense could go down as, like, the best in history, right? I mean, just from the numbers. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the crazy part is – 
Riley's not had one of those hot streaks yet. Michael Harris is just getting hot. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, they, they've had, and, and they've had injuries to their lineup as well. I mean, so through all the bumps and things like that, they've emerged as, you know, the best, uh, you know, in the National League. So Justin Toscano is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Join me here on the waitfor.com hotline, AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work. Follow him on Twitter at Justin C. Toscano. Justin, as always, buddy, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll talk again here soon. Yep, always a pleasure, John. Thanks so much. You got it, John Chuck. We will be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.